You you really got me watching you get the moves together to stand in this That's great. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Public Property. I am your host, Monroe Martin. Yo, today we are making some changes. We're going into the new year. Shiny is fuck. You see this thing? This is the public property title. This is what you get when you are deemed the public property. And when I say get, I mean touch. You get to rub it. You get to touch it. You get to take a picture with it. You get to give your, 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 your promo. You get to cut your promo to your childhood self because you earned this moment. This is what happens when your childhood is terrible. You become the champ. All right. So I wanted to throw this in here. Just give people something to, to, to work towards. All right. Also, that shit is heavy. Also, I got Yamanika Saunders on this episode. If you don't know who Yam is, then you live under a rock. You're probably a refugee from one of them countries. I don't even know. There's so many refugees right now. Maybe not in New York. There are so many goddamn refugees. I'm like, goddamn. So I don't even know. But if you don't know who Yam is, you don't watch comedy. You don't. You're not paying attention. All right. She's been on Comedy Central. She's been on Inside Amy Schumer. She got Emmys. I think so. Or she's been on Emmy-winning shows. She got awards. Yeah, I've been doing her thing since she's been doing her thing. And she took the time out today to come and let me kick her ass in Mortal Kombat. We tried a different game, but, you know, it wasn't syncing up. But luckily for me, I just get to watch her while we were playing Mortal Kombat. Just, just, oof. I really got some practice in it. Then she caught on that I was using her for practice. But anyway, we covered a lot of topics, man. And I can't wait for you to hear this episode. And I can't jump straight into this episode because you know what I need you to do before we even get into this episode. I need you to make a comment. I need you to share this episode. I need you to, what else I need you to join my Patreon. It's only $5 right now. If you can't join the Patreon, you can get some merch. Look at this. I got this nice hoodie right here, public property merch. This is embroidered. This ain't going nowhere. You can watch this thing like 80,000 times. These threads ain't going nowhere. And it's vibrant. It's worth it. It's warm right now. And it's black. I watched it a couple times. It's still black. It didn't fade yet. So I don't know what you're waiting for. All right? Should I get into this episode now? Yeah. Let's do Wait, no. I got three more things that I want to tell you. Um... So my dog is sitting, no, fuck it. Let's get into this episode. Let's do it. Yum! Can you hear me? Yes. Thank you. For coming on again. This is second time doing the podcast, but this yes. is the first time you're doing this podcast. Where's your mom married? Go back. Where's your mom and dad married? Woo! Um, not anything that my grandparents considered official. Okay. Oh, you died already. All right, hold on. I'm going to die too. Okay, so, but die. was your I dad mean... in your life? Oh, you died first. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. Yeah, where my you're, dad was, um, how do I know what, where my health is? 
because uh, when you you only can take three hits. So where it says HP, that's health. Yo, thank you so much for watching the podcast. Please make sure that you follow me on all your socials. Anyone that you see Monroe or public property pop up on, follow it, interact with it. I'll interact back. Once again, make sure that you like, share, subscribe. Uh, what else? Leave a comment. Um, join that Patreon. Make sure you join that Patreon. Right now, it's only $5 a month. All right. You get unreleased content. You're going to get, you're going to get a wave of things. We're working on it. So make sure you join that Patreon and also make sure you get some merch, yo. Get yourself a sweatshirt. Just look at this. This is a night. I didn't even pull the hood up. You know what's weird? I don't wear hoods up on my hoodies because I don't know. I guess it's because I'm black, but this is a good hoodie. Look at this. This is a good hoodie right here. Get you, you sleeping. If you don't get, look at this. This, is, this sells itself. All right, I'll see you on the other side. Thank you for watching. Points. And if you get hit three times, you're done. And don't, you don't got to shoot everything. You just got to shoot the stuff in your Damn, way. The things that you think may hit you. Oh, if you don't think it's going to hit you, I, don't okay. touch it. You get what I'm saying? This is. Hold on, I hate hold on, this game. Oh, shit. Ah, oh, shit. Come on. Dude, we, we died together. Oh. We died at the same time. I think I died first. <laughs> so your dad was in your life. You, yeah. your, your father was around? He was around-ish, you know. You know. Oh. What niggas do, you know. But my dad I mean, was in a really good place now. Okay. Yeah. My parents were young, you know. Man. They were like, my mom was 21 when she had me. My dad was 23. So, mm. you know, it wasn't, um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all were young. So you, you weren't a, you don't think you were a love baby? You think you was like a, a hookup backseat baby? Oh, no, no, no. Mom, like I'm definitely am. No, my parents. Um, they loved each I've other. I've told this story numerous times. Uh. But yeah, my father went to find my mother. Um, yeah. But did he? Were you born already? No. So he was probably like, "Yo, I gotta." Did, did he? Did how? Like, did your dad go in depth with it? Was it like the love of his life, or the best sex he's ever had? I, he was like, "I gotta lock that down." About their sex life like that. Um, but I did ask my dad if he was, if he ever loved my mom and he said, and he, said yes. he, he said, he definitely loved my mom and he was hurt by the breakup. Um, mm. I think, um, you know, I'm not, I think both my parents are very private, so it's hard for me to mm -hmm. share a lot of things. Um, but my parents had a great love story and from it. I, I was born, which I think is what, you know, was needed. And thank God. So, no, thank God, because you fucking Yamanika, like I said earlier. So tell me how your mom got you into comedy. So my mother was taking classes with Judy Carter. Mm -hmm. And, um... Why do I know that name? Because she wrote the, um, a comedy book. That oh, the comedy Bible lady. That's cool. So what did she say to what sparked that thought? What sparked the uh 
the the thought of her going, hmm, my daughter should do this. Well, because she was taking the class. And then she liked the class with Judy, and Judy was great, but Judy taught the class out of her house, and she had dogs. My mother doesn't really do dogs. Mm. So she looked for another class. She found a class at the comedy store taught by Sandy Shore, Pauly Shore's sister. Mm. Daughter of Is she a comic? Sandy Shore. She Is... taught comedy. I believe she was a comedian, but... I knew her to be more focused on teaching the comedy skills. How? If she don't do it, I don't. I can't say that she didn't do it. I think I uh-huh. when I met her, she was more focused on teaching comedy. Uh-huh. And oh, you oh you okay? I thought okay. Wait. Wait a minute. How did you become the Joker? I picked the Joker. He's in this game. What? Boom. There we go. Not the vagina. All right. We mean all right. You just he just punched me in the vagina. We mean all right. Hey, anything going in the game. So no, can you finish telling me the story about how your mom came to this revelation to let her daughter do stand up? Because did she show up to this club with you? Did she give you a chaperone? Were you allowed to go by yourself? Like, what was that like? I don't know anything about teenage, like, regular teenage life. Well, I didn't have I spent a my teenage years I was in already, I didn't have a regular teenage life. I was in Los Angeles. I had moved there from Maryland. Mm-hmm. I got accepted into Performing mm-hmm. Arts Conservatory, and I studied theater. Classically studied theater. Mm-hmm. My mother, yeah. who is always in something, decided that she wanted to take stand-up mm-hmm. classes, and she did so with Judy Carter. Then, because of the situation with the dogs, she found mm-hmm. another class to take, which she took with Sandy Shore. In the process of that, mm-hmm. my mother did a lot of material about me that I think everybody thought was funny, and it was like, uh, bring your a family to class day or something like that like bring somebody that you're doing jokes about to class or something like that so my mother brought me mm-hmm. and yeah. she started doing jokes about me I started doing jokes about her and Sandy was like I think you should do stand up you should try it and I was like you know they had already offered stand up at my school and I was uh, mm-hmm. had auditioned for that because my mother told me to and it all kind of worked together. I mean, there was no reason for there to be a stand-up comedy elective, and there was one. There's no reason for my mom to take stand-up classes, mm-hmm. and she did. I just feel like I was meant to be in stand-up. None of it makes sense. You kicked my fucking head out my back. Yo, Yo that shit <laughs> was dope. The spinal cord attached, bro. Yo. But at every time... <laughs> You get a character. This nigga yeah. is the wildest nigga on earth. First, you got Yo. a character that was kicking my vagina out. Now you got a nigga <laughs> is kicking the character's head out the back and keeping the spinal cord attached. What is happening? Yo, it is somehow. Yo, you want to hit rematch? You want to rematch it? You want to choose somebody else? No, I got the. You know, I got the win with this black girl at some point. 
If I go out with a white woman, don't she look like Amina? Huh? Yo, I said, don't she look like Amina a little bit? She does. She actually looks like one of my ex's girlfriends. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I know. Which is why I was like, I don't want to play with her, but. Come on with this uh, shit, bro. What am I doing wrong? So, Hold on a second. So, go ahead. So you kind of like seeing her get her ass whooped. No, not like that. No, 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 like no. This. I'm, not, I'm not the, I'm not, I'll say this. Have I been upset about women that have come after me? Sure, but I don't mm-hmm. wish them any ill will or any um, bad. Why would, I, why would I do that? They don't deserve that. Yeah, that's true. That's a mature thing. I don't understand that either. I'm like, if you don't got to deal with that person, then why even have a, a emotion towards that person? Yeah, I think some people just, it, it becomes a thing where it's like, well, I feel some kind of way about who I am. And I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, sometimes people feel like, oh, this is just this person saying they found somebody better than me. And you mm-hmm. put yourself in sort of situations that you don't need to put yourself into. Mm. Not, it shouldn't be a competition. It doesn't work out for whatever reason. It don't work out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This girl's getting her yeah. ass beat, though. And, I, and, and I'm and i trying to... I never played with him. So I'm, like, so surprised how good he is. I'm like, I mean, he got it's also cool because moves. I'm not really... I don't remember the moves. I'm not really doing yeah. the best I can with her. I don't even know how she did that shit. Damn. Yo, it looked amazing though. I was like, I was like all in the screen. Look, all I know is Shere Khan really is really quick for a big guy. Like he's big. You feel the controller rattle whenever you take a step forward with him. But he he got some killer combos, yo. Alright, let's run that back. Because as long as you want to stay on this this black woman thing. <laughs> like, look, I have no problem. <laughs> I gotta, where do I find the moves again? I gotta, I gotta learn the moves again. All right, ready? I had it in my, it's, it, this is one of those games that once I get the moves, I'm good. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. That's why I'm backing up. Cause I remember Street Fighter 10, you were giving me hands. Yeah. Street I, Fighter, I mean, not Street Fighter 10, Street, uh, Mortal Kombat 10. Now, this is 11, so... Oh, you know what? You don't think that's what this also. I haven't... So, here's what you do. You go to... You press start. You go to move list. And it tells you the basic attacks. It tells you the combo attacks. It tells you the special moves. It tells you the finishers and the abilities. And you just got to read that and learn uh, what you can with that. The classic challenge. Oh, what's that? Down... <laughs> you you really got me watching you get the moves together to say this one. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, which one am I gonna try to kill you with? I can't wait to see what this one is. You done kicked my vagina out, my damn head in my spine. I don't even know what this gonna be. Alright, ready? I wanna see what my brutality move is. No, okay, so what you do is you go back to the move list. And you go all the way to finishers, and then you scroll down. Oh, I mean, I had to get my hit back. I had to get my lick back. Lick so back? You won every sing. single round. What, what lick back do you think you need to get? <laughs> you can sing. Yes. 
Have you ever done musicals? Yes, but I'm not good at musicals. At what part? The the singing or the, the dancing? Um, the as singing, not dancing? being obnoxious and overhamming it. Oh, yeah, you do got to have an extra amount of cheese. They smile like you like a, a musical theater smile is is haunting. Damn! Yo, I don't even mean to beat this black lady this bad. Listen, I I, when, I, when I get these buttons down, we're going to have a rematch. Don't let Yo, me get I can't these buttons down. And I'm letting you try I know, stuff. I know, for the I know, of... I know. Ah, wait. I fucked up. How about this? Because I think Jackie is fire. We trade cat. I'm going to be Jackie too. Let me change my character. And then you change your character. And then I'll be Jackie too. Because I want to get her moves down. So you can yeah. learn how to fight me? <laughs> I'm going to let you learn how to be the bitch you just beat up. So that when you get back to the <laughs> other nigga you was, now you really know how to beat bitch. <laughs> no. None of this sounds like it working to my advantage at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Not even a drop sound. When did you know you didn't want to do musical theater? When did you know you didn't have that extra amount of cheese? Because sometimes I feel like you get that extra amount of cheese in comedy. Like, you know. You musical see that. theater cheese is different. Musical them niggas is really is petty. Mm. They, them musical theater niggas is always auditioning. Always. Yo. Even when they, they get can't to wait, wait. a restaurant, they, they audition. Yo, they fucking happy birthday is like is like the Apollo for them. Like a happy birthday at a at a restaurant. Oh, that's why a lot of them become uh, work at these certain restaurants where they got to sing and shit. Yeah, cause then they get the that's where they really get the tips and the adulation. The whole oh my god, bring Stephanie out. We got five birthdays, right? Yeah. And then they gonna put that on their resume. I worked at Cold Stones and I used to sing the birthday song for five dollars. <laughs> like never, was, if you put money in the tip jar, them niggas is singing. They got a restaurant yeah, yeah. like that. Like they got a lot of places where you go just to hear these niggas sing. Yo. So I guess part really, of this thing is knowing how to scoop ice cream too. Yeah, I never been to Cold I, I don't think I've ever went to Cold Stone. I'm a Ben and Jerry's dude. I'm um, fucking donuts, nigga. Damn, nigga, you see I'm eating pistachios. You already beat me. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't see you. I didn't see you. you. Know. My bad. Wait, so did you ever have odd jobs like that where you were singing uh, at restaurants to, like, pay the bills? Like, what jobs did you have while you were going to school and doing stand-up? I was tipping a lot of different places. Yo, so you worked at office jobs and stuff. Yeah, I was a administrative assistant, secretary, receptionist. I worked as a medical assistant. The doctor I worked for was the head of OBGYN. And one of his patients, I'm not going to say who, mm-hmm. was a famous comedian. This comedian and his wife came in after hours. And the doctor I worked for told him that I was a comedian and tried to get me an audition right there. At the <laughs> I was like, this ain't how this shit works. I don't work like this. No. So you didn't do it at all. You didn't do I a one thing. Didn't you didn't how, do like inappropriate. Well, you know, he's just like, no, yeah. I know him. He's like my 
my assistant's a, a stand up and blah 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 blah. But he was a yeah. he was a nice doctor. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Get your white devil hands off of me. Off me. Get your white devil Get your hands off of me. Get Why we didn't turn that into something? We should have turned that into something. Man, the white devil hands off of me. Dude, when we the, the days at the lantern, that shit was great. <laughs> Remember all that stuff? Yeah. Remember all them songs we did in the hallway? That place smelled like pee. That place <laughs> was terrible. Yo, but man, what I wouldn't give to relive those days. Yeah. You know, that's why I look at the young kids now and I'm like, enjoy whatever you got going on right now. Like, enjoy it. And don't stress no. all that trying to make it and all this other stuff. Because if you don't relish these times that you have now, you're going to look back and go, damn, I really, you know, that's when it was easy. Because now we like, then we thought it was hard. Now that you move, we go, oh, that's when it was easy. That's when it was very fun. And it no. was pressure. And now it's like, we are talking about work. We're working. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, man, I like, I hear these new niggas stressing. I want to be like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I want to, I want to say it, but I can't because that's not how I was handled. When right. I would come, you know what I mean? When I come to you, cause you doing it longer than me and I would come to you on my woes and you didn't tell me to shut the fuck up. You did, we would just be in the hallway singing being obnoxious, but that was your way of being like, nigga, shut it. I don't give a fuck about these problems. Yeah. So I tried to do the same thing with like Keith, like how Keith and y'all handle me. But man, sitting in that green room with like the new niggas who all they do is just complain about shit and we go, nigga, it's everyone, everyone is going to get their ass whooped in this business. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to deal with some sort of rejection and you just got to toughen up. You got to laugh that shit off and you got to run right back at that bitch head first. You got to run at that bitch with your guard down. You know, what's the problem? This is this is really the problem. What's the problem? Too many young kids have access and interaction with veterans, right? And that's something we didn't have, right? You had to be. No, I I had that. I think I was the first. I think I no. I want to say I was the first generation of that because I'm pretty sure like. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart was like that too, but it wasn't as it wasn't as prevalent as it is now. But like for a comic to scoop you up under their wing, nigga, you had to carry their bags. You had to do so much goofy yeah. shit. Now oh, these niggas just be like, "Hi, we're on the same show." Hi, yeah. I was doing the show. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's um, when I started. Uh-huh. You knew your position, and you were grateful to be invited to the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the time I got invited to the table, I didn't want to sit at the table. <laughs> Why? Because it was no. I never wanted to sit at the table. I never wanted somebody to scoop me up and take me under their wing, because I knew mm-hmm. that I had to develop. Was something that was not going to be. Mute your stuff, Sharid. I mean, Farid. I can hear all that. Thank you. I knew what I had to develop was Mm -hmm. not going to be something that I could get 
necessarily from a mentor. And I'm saying that because I am a woman and I am a black woman in the business. Mm -hmm. And I am woman. <laughs> well, I, you know, and I'm thankful for people like Patrice, obviously, mm -hmm. who, um, was just like, bitch, do you, right? And yeah. don't listen to niggas mm -hmm. like that. And he was right. And that's yeah. what I try to tell kids too. Like, sometimes you're fortunate to, to run into people who really have your back and can help build you and all those things. We've seen these yes. great relationships work out very well amongst comedians. But sometimes yes, there are people that don't have your best interest at heart that are giving you advice that is going to stall you or yeah. or hinder you know what i mean so for mm -hmm. me it was like i i started to notice that the more experience i got behind the scenes and yeah. seeing how television works and having access to be on being on shows i would come back into the stand-up space doing stand-up and run into guys who felt number one that i was worthy of them talking to now because there was some sort of title, right? Some sort of mm -hmm. career that's happening, but at the same time, still trying to tell me what I need to do. And I'm looking at these guys going, you haven't even done any of the things that I've done. So why would I be taking advice from you on how to navigate a world you haven't even participated in? Mm -hmm. And I think, um, if I am to be honest, there is a lot of um, sexism in stand-up, along with racism. Yeah. People will always tell you that I am no. one of the funniest females. And I will mm -hmm. tell you that I am one of the funniest comedians. Now, there have been people that have been able to co-sign that, but for a very long time, people wouldn't give me my comedian. It always had to be I was a, the funniest female comedian that they knew or one of the yeah. females but i can tell you that there's guys that can't follow me on stage and i'm not talking about new niggas i'm talking about niggas that's been around mm -hmm. so every day i'm fighting for that type of respect and mm -hmm. not necessarily do you think it doesn't what, can i ask you a question yeah sorry go ahead do you think at this point in your career you're fighting for respect because the last I I would outside looking in, I feel like you building your audience, and those two different things. Like building your audience, you don't have time to be a part of with, with white women or women, not white women, women like you, the, the patriarchy. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. Like I always thought you like. I don't think I for some reason I don't think those things affect you, but I they, guess they, they, they do. They but I'm looking at you as a person that's. I've been to your, I, I was at your Gramercy Theater show. I've seen that shit. You fucking had that bitch packed. So to me, I'm like, why you, why are you worried about who can follow you and all that stuff when you're like selling tickets and building the name for oh, yourself? Oh, I'm not. So can, like, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not worried about it. And it's not okay. where I am. But whether oh. I'm worried about it or not, I'm mm -hmm. talking about the conversations that are still happening around me, yeah. right? Okay. I don't, I can, I never get into, like, if people know, if you notice me, you, I could go and, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to start labeling people, but I could go from doing Skank Fest 
and turn mm-hmm. around and go do some BET uncut shit, right? Yeah, but he I did BET you. uncut. Yam was fucking doing the doing the use clapping cheeks. What the fuck? Why are you on BET uncut, y'all? I'm just, what I what I'm saying is we could go there and do Comic View. We can go do Skate oh, okay. Fest. We can go do all comedy. I am in a lot of different spaces where people are like. You know, when I do skank, they're like, oh, why are you doing skank? They're racist. They're misogynistic. And I'm like, I understand what they represent. And I understand mm-hmm. what um, who follows them. And yes, there is honesty in that. that there is racism. And there is also misogyny with uh, the skanks. However, whenever I do one of their shows or when I go to Skank Fest, I am encountered with people who have a lot of genuine love i'm not saying mm-hmm. that they're not haters there as well what i'm saying yeah. is i've had great experiences doesn't mean i don't go yeah. there and not have my guard up knowing that somebody could be wild there of course but yeah. i to say in the past i've had great experiences i've had wonderful people i have people that walk out on my show all the time when i'm doing skank mm-hmm. and then the people walk i just mentioned i was like every time i get on stage 20 white people walk out but then i yeah. see 20 white people is that true skank. Yeah, but it's, uh, what I, mean. I acknowledged was this time was like, I kept saying, I was like, there they go walking out again because they don't like me. I don't yeah. like my opinions and whatever. But yeah. then I had to acknowledge like, soon as those people leave, and, and not all of them, that, that's my perception. I don't know what these people are leaving. Maybe they wanted to go see another show. Maybe they already yeah. saw me, right? Mm-hmm. But whatever seats are vacant, the people that are standing outside waiting to get in, go in and fill in while I'm there. Yeah. So mm. I try not to look at all the status quo stuff, but it doesn't mean that the status quo stuff is not there. My name is in a lot of conversations and I can tell you in a lot of those conversations, there are people going, yeah, she's a funny woman. Some people just never mm. going to give me my props as a comedian other than saying that I'm one of the funny women. Um, and I, while I, that doesn't interrupt my spirit, it's something that, you know, is still out there that I would like to change just in other people's minds and conversation. It's like sometimes mm-hmm. even as black comics were limited. You know, we can never be as funny as the white comic. And it's like, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you try to, like, when I had that run in with Doug Stanhope and I didn't know who the fuck he was. People are like, oh, how do you yeah, not right, know who right, Doug right. Stanhope is? Hi, and you're, yeah. What? Yeah, and, I, and I can tell you I'm a student of comedy. And I can tell yeah. you I know the greats. And I can tell you yeah. that knowledge of comedy I know. Just because I don't know fucking Doug Stanhope don't mean shit to me. He ain't in my fucking arena and he go fuck himself. That's what it is. But what I will also tell you is these white niggas don't like when niggas be disrespecting their heroes, right? So now it becomes a fucking problem because who's this fat black bitch trying to act like she don't know who this goofy white nigga is that we all applaud with this cokehead that's his damn wife. So understand, I step on a lot of toes. As a woman, I step on niggas' toes. And as a black person, I'm stepping on black people's toes. But I'm also stepping on white people's toes. Yeah, you're doing a lot of... St- I'm doing a lot of stepping. stepping. And you know why? Just because... I'm I hope you got your Fitbit. I hope you got your Fitbit on. Y'all and Nika doing a lot of stuff. But I'm but the right. stepping is because I'm living. Yeah. Everything, right? Like, listen, mm-hmm. we all have to grow, we all have to mature. I've never mm-hmm. um denied the fact that I am a mouthy person. 
I know that I've been defending myself since I was young in this business mm -hmm. and it hasn't been easy. When I first, yeah. um, I'm not going to mention his name, <laughs> but there's somebody I had a, a, a major, actually two guys, one black guy and one white guy, major fight, major fights with yeah. them out of mm -hmm. nothing, just because they felt like they could talk crazy to me because I was a young girl. Yeah. And to the, to this day, we're cool. I don't bring that shit back up. They was in their ego and whatever mm -hmm. the fuck they had going on. But these dudes, I, you know, I, I'll say it like this because people are like, well, you can't trust people whoever. Yeah, maybe you can't trust people that tore you down at one point. All I know is mm -hmm. I think we all have grown up. And I think we all look and, and I think there's a humbling in both of these men by what they said to me and where I am now. And I think it's also a humbling that not to pat myself in the back. And the only reason why I'm bringing this up is to make this example. I'm also not drudging up the past with them. So mm. for me, it is great for me to see um, my relationship and to see, you know, where it's gone. One, one guy was a booker brother and mm. we got into it. And everybody kept saying, Oh, it's a weird. black booker. There's a black booker. There was a black booker. Yes. When? When the in New York? Yes. New York City. A uh, black booker. What are you talking about? But well, you have to remember, um, there was several, and I'll say I'll say Booker because even though there was a white guy that was booking, he was also booking the comics on the show at this club. Okay. And he so yeah. he had that level of power, um, and yeah. he, you know, but also like, talent used to do his shows at the Boston Comedy Club all the time. And that was nothing mm. but black people on those shows. And Stan used mm. to book the shows over there. He was a black guy. So, yeah, there mm. were black people that were booking. Um, mm. In this more mainstream space, yeah, it was kind of wild. The, yeah. I, the, the way that this accusation had lodged down on me, I didn't like it. And I stood up for myself. Yeah. And a lot mm. of times it's standing up for yourself, especially if you're not popular or, you know, you could be part of a stereotype of the status quo. People lodge you as the problem. But it doesn't mm -hmm. matter to me anymore if you think I'm the problem. I'm always going to stand yeah. up for myself. I think everybody should. So yeah. when things came around for me and this gentleman, I hadn't seen him for years and years and years and years. He was back on the scene. He came to me mm -hmm. um, in such a humble spirit. Um, I came back to him with the same. Mm -hmm. And we just moved forward. And at some point did discuss... Mm -hmm the past and I got a lot of love for him. I got a lot of love for him and a lot of love for his Asian ex-wife so that everybody can understand what's happening there. Okay. Since everybody think I'm against interracial marriages, I, I got a, love, a lot of love for her too. Oh. Do you know who okay. I'm talking about now? Yeah. Okay. So it is a beautiful relationship and I think he's grown a lot yeah. and I, he's mm -hmm. called me to do a couple of shows of his I'm cool with him mm. we can all we can all grow you know I don't hate yeah. black men I promise you I don't I have a lot of commentary well about I didn't bring that up I'm, I, I'm I don't think you hate black men I think up. you after I think I think you have a bad relationship with what I think I don't know what to think um if your childhood had a smell what would it be that's such an Interesting question. It's an interesting question. Mine, you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Yeah. Memory? It's, so, were you a gamer when you were young? 
I think we all were like Nintendo was hot when I was a kid. We played Nintendo all the time. And Game no, Boy. No, but I'm talking about do you ever go to arcades? Did you go to arcades and shit? So you remember the Ninja Turtles game? Oh my god, I hated that game. And do you remember it was a, I was a It was game. hard. Do you remember what arc, but do you remember the smell of arcades like it was like it smelled like like junk food, but also it had like stale that, carpet. That's yeah, it had like that weird smell, like something was off, like maybe they're not cleaning, cleaning, they're just wiping shit down. <laughs> yeah. That smell, so it that smell, like that smell to me. Anytime I smell that, I'm like, yo, it reminds me of my childhood. Yeah, that and cigarettes. Oh, really? Like that, mi- yeah, that mixed with cigarettes. Where, where did the cigarettes come from? Because a lot of my foster parents smoke cigarettes. Like, for some, everyone in my... I'm surprised I don't smoke cigarettes. Growing up in group homes, all the staff smoke... Most of the staff smoke cigarettes. Even some of the kids snuck cigarettes. Then when I started going to regular public schools and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, teachers smoke cigarettes. Some of the kids just sneak cigarettes. The homes I were in, some of the parents smoke cigarettes. The the social workers that I dealt with smoke cigarettes. Cigarette smoke was so big in my life. I was always around somebody smoking a cigarette. Yeah. My mom even smoked cigarettes for a little bit. I don't think she does now. So, but that smell and the arcade, but that that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it was like an electrical fire waiting to happen. It mm-hmm. was like mm-hmm. something. It's mm-hmm. very specific smell. Mm-hmm. So that was the smell from my childhood. I think it might have been also that the shit, coins. Cologne. I think it was the, the coins. coins. The, yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. What's your shit now? Um. My shit was, well, first I want to say, like, you know, you and I have had a lot of up and downs in our relationship, but what connects us is, you know, I always have a special love for you because, you know, I was raised with foster children in and out of our home as well. And Mm -hmm. the thing that I always, um, which is a part of really my childhood smell is like, I will remember kids coming home and like being scared until they saw another kid was there right you know like when Mm -hmm. i would come home from school and 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 they would be more comfortable because it's like oh you know and we would play games and stuff like that so i have a a a lot of like appreciation for that i know that kind of situation it can be very scary and terrifying Mm -hmm. um and so i always respect my grandparents for um being foster parents being cool foster parents um we it was it, it was uh it was great, and it helped me too because I was—I grew up an only child. Um, yeah, you know, I have half sisters. So and you had temps. Like I had people you had in my temps. house. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So the the kid the smell is foster kid. <laughs> That's the smell. <laughs> you're like, you're like, well, yeah, no, because foster every, kids. The smell think... of foster kids reminds me of my childhood. What the fuck? What, what? what is that? The what smell what? of pee and fear. No, it the, wouldn't the be smell pee. Of pee and fear. Home. <laughs> People come into your home <laughs> and your environment with their own scent. So it would okay. always, it wouldn't even necessarily be like. Well, mine was say, definitely pee and fear. <laughs> no, it would be like, I, I think it would also be like the smells that I would smell in the home where I'm like, oh, my grandmother's making a special dish. There's probably a yeah. kid here. You know what I mean? Like the sort mm-hmm. of rituals of making our home comfortable for a child. Oh. Um, would sometimes that would hit me as soon as I get in the door, like, oh, my grandmother just made pot pies, chicken pot pies. 
there might be a kid in. Oh, your grandma was a good foster mom. Oh, and she my cooked, grandfather. Absolutely. She had fucking pies oh, and a yeah. fresh house. Yeah, Nigga, I walk into a foster home. It smell like pit bull fights. No. It smell like a. Do it smell like a kid just got bit in the face by a loose Rottweiler. A uh, fucking. <laughs> it smell like loose back teeth. No. Get the fuck out of it, here. It what? Give the your grandma was. We got they got allowances depending on how long they stay. We had some foster Yo. boys that stayed with us for about four years because their situation yeah. was horrible. But yeah, when when they came to our home, some people would only stay like a night or two before they found you know another relative mm-hmm. took them. But the whole goal for my grandparents was to give these children a good experience in the situation that they know they're coming yeah. from a situation that's already scary. Um, abuse is rampant mm-hmm. with foster children and adoptive children. You have yeah. no idea whose yeah. home you're going into. And a lot of people who are predators like to be in those positions so that they can get children who mm-hmm. are defenseless. So I applaud my grandparents. Yeah. That's why I've always wanted to be a foster mother. I wish I could take the time to just stop and do that. But my career doesn't yeah. allow the stability. My grandmother retired from GE at the age of 49. So all she was doing was mm. shopping and taking in foster children. You know, she Man. had the time. Um, yeah, yeah, but that's my childhood. And and also, the I could smell summer coming, you know. Okay, I know that smell. I know what you're talking about. At school. But like, you explain it. It's, yeah. it's like something like you can tell, like, when you get to the end of school and it's coming around, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know if it's everybody kind of, like, cleaning out their lockers or mm-hmm. this sort of, like, the school settling back in to where it, it is when kids are not overrunning it. And yeah. it just was a very specific kind of like, it was a freshness, but it was also like, I don't know, it made your heart race a little bit because you got excited about like mm-hmm. the summer, but you also were sad because you're leaving behind, you know, what grade you're in and everything is moving really fast. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. I know that smell. All right. So I got to end this show with a verdict. I don't think you're public property. You're not. Your family <laughs> tried. They they, they, they they sent you to private schools and shit. You had your trials and tribulations, but they love you. So this is what you don't get. This is what happens when you are public property. You get a prize when your family don't love you. There's a fucking belt. There's a public property title. And if your family didn't love you, you would get this. But because your family loves you, this will not keep you warm at night. All right? So this is what you missed out on. I get I to keep it. I'm, I'm glad I missed out on it. I will. I want to say this, though, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, what up? No matter what in uh, family dynamics, there will be ups and downs. So there, it, it's not Absolutely. like I didn't have tough times or times mm-hmm. where I was uncertain or felt unappreciated or unloved. We're all going to have that. Um, but I'm Absolutely. thankful that my family loved me enough and more than enough for me to feel uh, great about them. I love my grandparents. Mm-hmm. I love my mother. I love my father. Even with all their idiosyncrasies, I love them. And I'm thankful. Mm-hmm. And I would have never wanted to be in any other family than the family that I'm in. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this podcast. I'm going to have you back, all right? 
Tell these people where they can find you. You can find me at Yamanika. Um, I don't know when this is going to air, um, but December the 18th, I'm having a Christmas show at the Fat Black Pussycat Lounge 1030. And if you could oh, come dope. and tell a Christmas story, Monroe, that would be great. I'll pull up the 18th. What time, though? Yeah. You said 1030? Yeah. it's. I'm going to be hosting. All right do carols in between and then we're going to joke about different things around the holiday season christmas funny stories or just mm-hmm. sets about christmas all right i'll text you and let you know closer to the date if i got any stories because i probably got a bunch of stories but i want to let me know that black is my favorite place so i want to kill all right yeah mine too thank you guys you guys are so sweet right. i really appreciate you guys no problem thank you Bye.